Talk is Jericho. It is the pod of thunder and rock and roll. And happy new year. Hope you had a great new year's Eve. And this 2019 is going to be the year. It's going to be some, some big changes all around the world uh, for, for Chris Jericho, for all of us together in this big experiment in this big journey called life. Uh, it's very philosophical, but I know uh, starting off by 2019, it's already looking to be just as crazy as last year, but that's a good thing. And hopefully for you guys as well, lots of great things coming in wrestling. Like I said, and we're going to announce details on the second annual, hopefully, Chris Jericho Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea Second Wave Part 2. We're getting ready to give you some information about that. So go to ChrisJerichoCruise.com and uh, join the mailing list there to get all the updates. And of course, don't forget, a huge gig for Fozzie opening for Iron Maiden in Los Angeles September 14th. Lots of uh, great stuff coming up. But we're kicking it off with the new year at Wrestle Kingdom 13. Last year, Wrestle Kingdom 12, Alpha versus Omega, uh, Jericho versus Kenny. This year, New Japan, Wrestle Kingdom 13. It's Jericho versus Naito 2 uh, at the Tokyo Dome Live on New Japan World. Make sure you subscribe. You're not going to want to miss this show. Every match has a potential to be a show stealer. Uh, Jericho versus Naito, like I said. Kenny Omega versus Tanahashi. Okada versus Jay White. Ibushi versus Will Ospreay. Uh, so many other great matches. You can check it out once again at New Japan World. Subscribe. Subscribe now at NewJapanWorld.com. Do not miss this show. Uh, I think a lot of people voted last year's Wrestle Kingdom the show of the year, and this one I expect to probably be even better. I know that uh, Naito Jericho 2 is going to be uh, a fight. It's going to be a brutal battle. I'm very excited about it. Uh, it's going to be the last match of Naito's career. That is my guarantee. That is my prediction. That is my uh, pontification. So go to NewJapanWorld.com and see if I'm correct. But I will be correct in saying that this is going to be one of the best shows of the year in any company. So go check that out. And like I said, we're going to break down Wrestle Kingdom 13 today, match by match. Uh, talk all about it with one of the greatest Japanese wrestling reporters of all time. And one of my longtime friends in Japan, talking about Fumi Saito, he's been covering wrestling in Japan for over 30 years. So you hear what he thinks about the New Japan resurgence and wrestling's resurgence in general, the Tokyo Dome resurgence. He's weighing in on who he thinks is going to win and lose the titles during Wrestle Kingdom 13. And nearly every single match has a title involved, including mine. I'm defending the IWGP Intercontinental Championship, the best, greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time, uh, 10-time Intercontinental Championship uh, champion right here. It's going to be the best Wrestle Kingdom 13 preview you're ever going to hear with me. I'm in the damn thing. And Fumi Saito, who's covered all the Wrestle Kingdom so far. And it's starting now on Talk is Jericho. Okay, so we're here in the um, New Japan offices in Tokyo, Japan. And uh, we're going to be talking about Wrestle Kingdom 13 which is the huge show uh, at the Tokyo Dome on January 4th. And joining me is an uh, old friend of mine from, from Japan, Fumi Saito, one of the most uh, critically acclaimed uh, pro wrestling journalists in all of Japan. And uh, that's pretty crazy. Like, I was thinking about it. I've known a lot of guys over the years that were in and out of working for Gong Magazine, Baseball Magazine, etc. But you're like the the long-time survivor still always doing interviews and always always working, yeah, still I in guess, the business. Yes. Yeah, which is very, uh, I mean, obviously, when did you start uh, uh, writing? While I was in college, it was back in 1981. I was still 19 years old. Wow. Yeah, living in Minnesota. You live in Minnesota? Yeah, yeah, no I went kidding. to college. Oh, that's where my wife yeah. is from. Yeah, 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 yeah. from yeah. northern Minnesota. So I started young. While I was in college, I was still 19. I wrote a letter to editor of 
Pro Wrestling Magazine and told them what I could do. I, mean, I kind of wasn't sure, but uh, I live in Minnesota. I can go to all the AWA shows. I can do the you know photos. I can be a photographer, a ringside photographer, and also I can write stories. I wasn't sure, but... Yeah, that's so, so funny because I grew up yeah. in Winnipeg. Yeah, probably watching the same same NBA stuff shows yeah. that you watch. Yeah. We talked about it earlier. Yeah, yeah, because I, I became. Well, I started watching wrestling in the '70s, but yeah, '81 was when they would come to Winnipeg every month. Yeah, Vernganya still working. Mad Dog Vashem, my favorite, Adrian Adonis, Jesse Ventura. Yeah, yeah, East West Connection. Sure, great, <laughs> great team then. But yeah. it's just there's a lot of great performers. We were talking about Nick Bockwinkel mm-hmm. earlier. Obviously, like Hogan was there right before he kind of blew yep, up. Yep, yep. You know, so so when did you start uh, working in Japan? Was it with? Because it's funny because there's Gong Magazine, yeah, Baseball we, Magazine, Baseball Magazine, Weekly Pro Wrestling, yeah. Yeah, and, Baseball uh, Magazine was actually the name of a wrestling magazine. Yeah, there was a parent company, Baseball Magazine, gotcha. and the Pro Wrestling Weekly Division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, they had weekly. Uh, I mean, uh, Baseball Magazine had like a forty different magazines: volleyball magazine, the bowling magazine, baseball magazine, of course, mm-hmm. sumo wrestling, basketball, and just name anything. Everything. Yeah, forty different magazines, and Pro Wrestling, and Sumo ma- Magazine, and Soccer Magazine, and Baseball Magazine was the four. You know, big ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and then I remember like coming in the '90s, it was very popular. The two two of those magazines, yeah. week, then Tokyo Sports, yeah. the newspapers, because wrestling in in, in Japan, when there's a card, mm-hmm. the next day you could find the results in the newspaper, newspapers, just like pages. yeah, just like it was a, a football game or something. The right. stats, the time of the matches. I guess Japanese sports fans are more reading oriented, mm-hmm. and uh, you find those newsstand, you know, basically tabloid, but the, the those sports page, sports paper come out pretty much every day. Mm-hmm. Then people pick up at the train stations. Right, right. Yeah, right. things changed. You don't see when you get on the Japanese subways. You don't see many people reading those magazines anymore hmm. or newspapers anymore. It changed to your your phone, iPhone. Yeah, but that's that the same too. everywhere around the world. I guess yes. But let me ask you this: like, yeah. if you go to to Europe, for example, mm-hmm. rock magazines that ah. are still big, Metal Hammer and Kerrang. Are Japanese wrestling magazines still important in in Japan now? That also changed. Yeah. Uh, back in 2006, um, we gotta have to talk about the dark age of Japanese wrestling. Mm-hmm. But in the 2006, Weekly Gong and Weekly Fight, they both went out of business. Mm. Pretty much, you know, together. Not together, but the December of 2005, six. Wow. Weekly, yeah, Weekly Fight went out of business first, and then six months later, Weekly Gong went out of business completely. And baseball magazines, weekly pro wrestling wasn't selling that well, but they changed format a little bit. Um, we changed 160 magazine, page magazine into 110 page magazine. And then they, the price stayed the same. Mm-hmm. So actually, they, the price went up. Mm-hmm. Then uh, they banned us from using color slide and uh, negatives and uh, no more hand, why digitize everything mm, gotcha. you have to use digital camera you have to use your computer to write your story and uh, you put it in the folder and send it to your printer and it comes right back and uh, all the method of producing magazine had changed mm. to reduce the cost gotcha. and then each and every freelance writers and photographers are called in it's a, you have to we have to have a meeting and uh, actually, it, that was summer of 2007 that uh, our, you know, 
price of each column, all those things just went down. Oh, for what you're making to yeah, write a column? Yeah, So was that because the the people were more into the internet, or was it because the business was bad in Japan? Both, pretty much, yeah. It was in transition of all the print media and the newsstand tabloid magazines all going to internet era, mm. and we were entering wrestling's dark age era too. Oh, uh, we struggled very much. You're talking about the actual the the promotions themselves, as far as the quality or the stars or a uh, lot of wrestling company went out of business around that time. That was the peak era of your pride and K1 and uh, MMA and also a transition period from your great Muta and Chono, mm-hmm. those you know Misawa era into your Tanahashi era. Mm-hmm. You needed like a five-year dark age period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. It's almost like Saturday Night Live where they have they build up all these great cast members and mm-hmm. then you know Will Ferrell's gone and Adam Sandler's gone and you know Sherry O'Terry or, or Kristen Wiig and you have this cast that nobody knows right. they're trying wow. but this the ratings go. Down down and they have to build a new star i guess yeah it was like that because that's where we're at now when you're talking about new japan maybe i don't know if it's bigger than it's ever been but it's it's so popular right now right now it's popular yes on fire because of the tanahashi okada naito kenny omega those four guys kind of got the built built around the company Mm -hmm. on them in the new audience too Mm -hmm. the whole new generation of audience so where did the new audience come from oh from in internet era, but the, the star power too. He's with WWE right now, but the Shinsuke Nakamura and Hiroshi Tanahashi. Mm. Those two are like new era, big, huge superstar starting. Let's see. Okay, we have to, we got to talk about the Wrestle Kingdom 13 today. Yeah, right? we will. Yeah, but we get to talk about Yeah. 13, meaning that the Wrestle Kingdom started back in 2007. Mm-hmm. That was the end of the dark era. Mm. Yeah. Until then, like a five-year period. Were they still trying to do Tokyo Dome shows? Yeah, and drew about 10,000 people. Wow. Yeah. Tokyo Dome can hold 60, 70. Yeah, the the glory days. I mean, the first time I wrestled in Tokyo Dome as Super Liger. Yeah, yeah. uh, 65,000? 97, yeah, Yeah. 65,000. Oh, every year, every year it was... Amazing, because even then they can scale it down. I mean, even last year, I think they had forty thousand, but they had scaled it down, mm-hmm. so it was a sold sold out show. Pretty much, but that's a, that's a huge building. So to put ten thousand people in there would look like a yeah, community yeah, center. They they, um, they turn the lights off at the oh, outfield the top, and all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So were these guys that you're talking about, like Shinsuke and Tanashi, were they yeah. dojo guys that just yeah they came were up dojo the guys? System? Yeah, yeah. So they finally just got their chance and 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 started making waves. And to be themselves. Yeah. Yeah. They needed old star to be gone, though, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, well, actually, Keiji Muto, Chono, when Hashimoto died. And, uh, yeah, that was where they didn't really have the real main event. Mm-hmm. And you have to, you pretty much had to wait quite a few years for Tanahashi Nakamura to become their own star. Mm. Yeah. And, it, yeah, it was also a peak period of pride and K1, the MMA. A lot of wrestling fans, even the serious wrestling fans, moved, mm-hmm. you know, from your traditional pro wrestling to your they MMA. They got into the, the mixed martial arts. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So, so when you're talking about this and you mention, like, there was a turnaround because Inoki, Antonio Inoki was obviously started New Japan mm-hmm. in 1972. Mm-hmm. Then I think he became kind of a figurehead. But then he actually... Was it 2005 or whatever? Basically, just sold his rights. Company, yeah, yeah. Same logo, same name, New Japan, but he actually sold the whole company mm. to uh, Ukes. 
Yeah, the game company. That's like a game, like a game, like a video game. Yeah, company? video game company. Yeah, yeah. And then you sold it to Bushy Road. Right, and that, another big game company. And Bushy Road is kind of where the resurgence came, where they started. I don't know, putting bigger money yeah, into it. Yeah, or? yeah, that too. Yeah, and also they um, tried different formula for advertising, putting advertising on your trains and other things, mm. and uh, yeah. And it worked because then we talked about when you were had Tana and you had uh, Nakamura, yeah. And then suddenly Okada's up of the ranks and Naito, and then you have this great collection of foreign mm -hmm. guys that started with uh, Prince Devitt, Fen Balor, went to AJ Styles as the top guy, went to Kenny Omega as the top right. guy, but then you had all these other uh, Gallows and Anderson, and uh, you know and now you got the Young Bucks yeah. and and right, right. Cody's uh, here these now. a whole new crew now, yeah. yeah. Which is so important too, especially yeah, with. You but know, the, you gotta recognize the gap between Scott Norton to your Prince David. Right. You know? Nothing in between. Right? Yeah, nothing in between. Who was working as the foreign guys then? Ah. <sighs> Who was even there? I know there was some. Uh, yeah, you're talking about Vader, the Scott Norton, the, yeah, that the era. Big stars. Yeah. Well, I guess that was your Carl Anderson and. Uh, yeah. Gallows. I know they had like, some some affiliation with Impact. I think with these. Yeah, a little bit. Know. But uh, those guys are not regular. When you are gonna be a star in Japan, you have to work pretty much full time. Mm -hmm. Like Stan Hansen, Bruiser Brody, Vader. Mm -hmm. You know the Funks. Right. Yeah. So how, didn't have any of them. How hard was it, uh, in your opinion, when WWE kind of did the raid? Back in 2015, I think, when they got Gallows, Anderson, yeah. AJ, and Nakamura all in I one. I think that the Japanese talent and also the American talent who were working in New Japan at the time thought it was their opportunity mm -hmm. yeah, to go up. Yeah, Unless well, so, what happened, too. Yeah, I think so. You need, and all audience really accept that because you're always waiting for a new star, mm -hmm. you know? So when you mention a whole new audience, we talk, there's a lot of kids and there's a lot of teens and teens, girls, a lot of females. Girls. Yeah. What's spearheading that? Is that because there's a lot of good Japanese new hot talent, or is there different advertising going out there, or, or, or what is it? Mm, that's a combination of things, mm -hmm. pretty much. New Japan audience is much like WWE Universe. See, these New Japan fans only follow New Japan. Mm. See, we, we still have this traditional wrestling fans, though. You know who follow all the groups different mm -hmm. groups you have actually over 100 wrestling companies just out of tokyo hmm. 100 now <laughs> yeah. wow yeah. whomever was anybody at one point or another they all have their own office that's how ricky fuji's still working yeah, yeah. still yeah, <laughs> yeah he still works every weekend yeah for takamichi noku's group okay yeah fujinami has his office ricky joshi has his office hmm. fujiwara has his own dojo it's crazy but that's how it is mm -hmm. yeah out of tokyo the one that has ad ad address and phone number and a website i'm counting just over 100. Wow. yeah about 15 <laughs> women's group yeah wow, crazy every saturday and sunday you look up this you know internet you know wrestling schedule you have 10 to 15 shows in town every Saturday, I didn't Sunday. Realize that it's like Mexico City is yeah, like I guess that like, too. Yeah, but it's not like all ten thousand people. You have the, the three hundred. Sure. Yeah, hundred people here. Yeah, right, you know, right. Fifty people in a bar. So the Korakuen Hall became your mecca. You know, like a huge. Actually, only holds what seventeen hundred. Yeah, yeah, but it's like a big deal. Yeah. To be able to run Korakuen Hall. Yeah, if you can sell Korakuen Hall, it's kind of the first step to to your major a league. Yeah, 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 major yeah, league. Yeah, yeah. Right, that's exactly. True. And New Japan ran about fifty shows last year, though. 50 Korakuen shows. Really? Yeah. Well, they just did two, and they're doing another one after the Tokyo Dome. Right. It's kind of like running for your 
Monday Night Raw after. See, but I was talking to, yeah. to, to New Japan officials, and I was like, you have to, if you, because they said that the demand for New Year's Dash, which is the show right after uh, Tokyo Dome, like Raw, was like 7,000 requests for 1,700. Yeah. I said, you now have to do what WWE does do your dome show, and then book Ryo Goku, Sumo Arena. Sumo Arena. That holds about 8,000 or 10,000. 10,000, yeah. You would, you would sell that out or at least have a lot more people than Corican. I think so. Because so many yeah. people come from around the world, they would stay for the next night. Like Monday Night Raw. Right. Uh, day after, huh? Exactly. Yeah, and then the season premiere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The news. All yeah. the conclusion of all the drama come to an end. That's at right. The Tokyo Dome. Yeah. Then you need a season premiere. Yeah, I think they should run Tokyo, uh, the Real Goku. Because yeah. that's something that's going on now, too, is there's so many people coming from around the world. Because Hundreds. Because of New Maybe Japan. Maybe a thousand. Yeah, yeah thousands, yeah. I'd say. You know, New Japan now has a penetration around the world. There's more specifically in North America mm-hmm, over mm-hmm. the last few years with the New Japan World Streaming Service and Access TV. It's like selling out Madison Square Garden and all these different things. Right, right. That's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Probably New Japan is just about the only company that, that can do worldwide, huh? You know, second to, well, WWE, of course. Yes. Worldwide base. But uh, now that the New Japan World has this English commentary on each, you know, mm-hmm. every episode, and uh, that would open up the, you know, market. Well, and WWE is watching. Are they? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Anytime you have a company that can come into WWE's backyard right. and sell up Madison Square Garden, and you can spin it any way you want to. It's WrestleMania weekend. Right. Or it's thing. It doesn't matter. They did something that WWE has not done in years, which is sell out Madison, Madison Square, Square Garden. Garden. Also, they have they politically stopped any group or UFC or any group mm-hmm. from coming to actually coming to Madison Square Garden, right? And the, to run the show, yeah, exactly. They, they were blocking it for for what fifty years. I think they tried to block this show, yeah, and it right. did, it didn't work out. But right. and that's and that's my point. So when you're talking about a company that has, you know, it's nationwide TV on Access TV, it's not. You know NBC or, or USA Network, right, right. but it's still funded by a billionaire, Mark mm-hmm. Cuban. There's money there, right. so, so WWE does never takes anything like that lightly. Uh, and which, also, live the era of live you know, streaming, exactly. Yeah, yeah. like we said yeah. earlier, you can watch these shows as they happen. It's like yep. watching Monday Night Raw if you have New Japan World, and right, it's not right. all that expensive to get. You know, we saw that last year when we had, you know, when I worked with Kenny and suddenly the the subscriptions in North America went up 40%. 20,000 subscribers in one day or something. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that was yeah. the, like I said, the bridge right. to getting these people to check out the company. And suddenly now you have all these people that might have tuned in just to see Jericho and uh, Omega that are staying to watch pretty much everybody else. It's not all that expensive. It's just like your WWE Network is a 999. yeah. Over yeah. here is like 1,000 yen. Yeah, people think that oh, it's 1,000 yen, that's 10 bucks. Yeah, right. It's not right. a lot. So we talked about last year with uh, with Wrestle Kingdom 12. It was a huge success. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're heading into Wrestle Kingdom 13. Yes. And I know that ticket sales uh, right now, a few days before the show, a couple weeks before the show, are way ahead of where right, they were right. last year at this time. And the main floor at the baseball stadium, main yeah. floor is completely sold out. Wow. Yeah. And that's only stand. That, well, that's quicker than, than yeah, last yeah, last year. Yeah, I think so. 
as well. More established. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. More established, more of a buzz. And yeah. I think this card might be one of the best cards in, in New Japan history as far as from the first match to the last match. Yeah. Every, every one could be a show stealer. Yeah, I guess so. I was just you know? taking notes as ago. Wow, yeah, this lineup is it's crazy, incredible. right? Yep. To the point where and, and we'll start going in right now. Before yeah. there was always the New Japan Rumble. Right. Not happening this year. Gauntlet match this, this and, year. And what it was like a, a sick like a trios gauntlet match? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. You got a 27 30 guys that it's not on the main card. Right. Yeah, kind of like your under the giant memorial battle. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 But 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 look at but look at this though. Yeah. When you're talking about who's in that uh, Liger, Li yeah. Suzuki. Suzuki. You know Suzuki. He, yeah. he could be a main event. Main event uh, Marty, Marty Skrull. Right. You know, Lance Archer, David Boy Smith. Boy Smith. Right. Yeah. Uh, do you have, you have other guys? Satoshi Kojima, Tenzan, Kojima, Nakanishi. You know. This well, you got all, them all written down. Jeff Cobb's going to be. Is this the whole list? Oh, the guy who's not on the card. Okay, so here's who's not on the card that that might be in this in this gauntlet match: Liger, Tiger Mask, Marty Skrull, who was in a huge match last year. Taguchi, uh, Makabe, Suzuki. He, you know, Suzuki not he on stole the, the show at the last Osaka show that I had. Goto, uh, Izuka, Taichi, Michael Elgin, Jeff Cobb, Archer, David Boy Smith Jr., Chase Owens, Hangman Page. There's another one. None, I mean, of, none of those guys. Yano, are Nagata, Nakanishi, Kojima, Tenzan, Dave Finley Jr., Chucky T, Beretta, Rocky Romero. I mean, this is ridiculous. None of these guys are on the main card. I know, right? And then they'll always have like a Gino Gambino or like a King Haku or someone will right, come in. Right, right. Might jump in. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, that, that, that when you're talking about this this uh, level of talent level for the dark talent. match, basically, dark match, basically yes. that's telling you what kind of a roster New Japan has it's right now. It's getting to be more and more like a WrestleMania. Yeah, exactly, yes. exactly. So uh, we know that there has to be a trio, but yeah. uh, if you had to pick, I guess we don't even know what the trios are. It's going to be hard to pick a mm. winner. I'm going to say whoever Suzuki's team is, I think that's who's going to win. Right. Izuka, Suzuki, and or somebody like Lance Archer, Davey Boy Smith, and with Minoru Suzuki. So, oh, that'd as, be good? As a trio. Just beating the yeah. crap out of everybody? Right. Yeah, that could be a good one. And so, But the official opening match is Kota Ibushi against Will Ospreay. Now, this match is just completely insane to me. Like, I think both these guys are maybe the two best agile high flyers. Yeah, and also beyond your imagination, your epitome of a style of 2020. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, um, I watched the match last night that they had uh, in Corican, it was a tag match of uh, Ibushi and Kenny versus Osprey. Oh, Ospreay doing the diving Frankensteiner, he spins and lands. Did you see that? That's yeah. one of the best spots I've ever seen. Uh, if you haven't seen it, and go good camera go work on, too. Great camera work. Yeah, yeah. very uh, underrated sometimes the camera crew, but they caught this shot. So what it was was Osprey was standing on the top rope. Uh, Ibushi did a springboard into a top rope standing Super Frankensteiner, and when he came through, Osprey did a front flip and landed on his feet. And then smiled. Smiled. The timing on that <laughs> yeah. was amazing. Oh God! And then they had this great the camera angle. Was yeah, focusing Ibushi. Yeah, turning around slowly and looking at Osprey. Yeah, Ibushi's in the foreground and uh -huh. Osprey's kind of in the background. And it was such an amazing spot. Oh, that and I was think an amazing spot. Just a taste of what we're going to see with these two guys. Yeah. Um, which is interesting to me because 
there was a big controversy a few years ago. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah. Osprey and Ricochet. Right. Yeah. Like a somebody like a late Vader. Vader didn't Vader like case. it. Oh no! It's a, it looks way too choreographed. It ain't wrestling. And to me, yes, it is wrestling, and that's yeah. the best thing about wrestling is there's so mm. many different types. It evolves. <laughs> evolves, and like With we talked time. about earlier, it's a yeah. variety show. You can have a technical match. You can have a you know a, a brutal brawl. You can have you know a championship match or you can have this amazing display of athleticism and timing and mm-hmm. chemistry and i feel that osprey and ibushi are going to have that same vibe that that he had with uh, ricochet yeah this is a perfect guys perfect two guys yeah yeah and i also think when i first came here last year when i did the run-in on kenny in osaka the first time yeah. i appeared i couldn't believe how big osprey was oh he's tall he's, right he's actually pretty tall he's taller than i am yeah, and put on more weight. He'll be heavyweight. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I think he has a chance uh, to become to become the next Finn, Kenny AJ, Omega. Kenny, uh, Osprey. If you're going for that lineage, yeah, I think so. I, I wasn't sure when this controversy you just talked about Osprey against Ricochet, right? Mm-hmm. That it looked like two guys memorized the whole dance or something, right? But that nobody can do else can do it, right? You and know, the I had, his, yeah, the way they do things. I had Steamboat on my podcast a few ah, weeks ago and talking yeah. about the great WrestleMania three match versus Randy Savage. Randy Savage. Yes, yeah. That whole match was choreographed from spot one to spot done, where they had it written down. They would that Savage style, right? Yes. Yeah. They would quiz each other. Give me moves number thirty-five <laughs> to fifty-two, or give me steps. Oh my god! And they and they Buddy Rogers. Everything. Uh, buddy Rogers used to do that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Buddy Rogers and his buddy. Um, has to be in my mind, but they had the uh, you know, like shoulder block to you know, duck under to you know, jump over to international. Hip really, like a, that's that's 24. Ah, there's like a 32, 24, 22, 21. That's that doesn't bother me. I, I think right. when you get guys that can do it, like you said, that no one else can do athletic athleticism, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, incredible stuff. And I think that's what's going to oh, happen. These two are so special, yeah, Ibushi and Osprey, both of them, very special. But Ibushi's not a... Is he a New Japan guy? or he? Now he is. Now he is. Yeah. He and Kenny Omega is like almost isolated case. They started with independent company called DDT. Mm. They were discovered by New Japan and got signed away. Ah. You know, some, see, when you go to New Japan, uh, some independent shows, you all find one or two guys that are already kind of special. Mm-hmm. And you guys got kind of New Japan discovered and kind of signed yeah. them away. Do you do that sometimes? You mentioned if there's so many shows in Tokyo, do you yeah, go I sometimes? Yeah, I go to independent shows. And there's, there's, there's like a, when you go to a rock concert or a live house show or like a movie that are not so good, you find one or two things that are special in there. Right, right. Yeah. So when you go to an independent show, you find one or two guys, oh my gosh, it's, this guy can be something special. So do you... Do you Tell somebody this? Do you tell somebody in New Japan or... Oh, no, no not to New Japan, but uh, we talk about it. Have you seen this guy? It's like, yeah. It's Word like, gets around. Some, yeah, right? and then some people know this same guy. Is there a guy right now in Tokyo that you're thinking about? Uh, there's so many. And also, what's so um, special about Osprey is that new generation of independent wrestlers already started emulating him, mm. you know? What Osprey does. Wow. Yeah, like the night after you see this guy do certain things, next week you see you know same moves in the but, then they, but, but they but they're pushing it to the next step, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's a regular guy who's athletic, you know, enough can copy the move too. What makes difference is you be more creative. Right. Yeah. Osprey is creative. Ibushi is creative. 
I remember the first time I came to Japan, FMW yeah. in 91. Izaki, who Hayabusa, uh, Hayabusa, he did a moonsault. Yeah, and nobody at did a time. moonsault. Yeah, at, at the, the time. time. Right. And so when he did the moonsault, you had to make the save because it was such a tremendous move. Like, uh, oh my gosh, he's beautiful moonsault. End of, end, of, end of the match. And that's what I said, I said it to to Dave Meltzer. When we we're talking about Dynamite Kid. Yeah. Whereas you know, in uh, in 1983, when Metallica came out, okay, they were playing so fast and heavy, you had never heard anything like it. Really? Now, in 2018, everyone plays faster and heavier. Metallica just seems like, oh, yeah, Metallica. But at the time, they were pioneers, revolutionary. Really? That's what Dynamite Kid was like. That's sure. what, you know, Izaki was like with this moonsault. Ah, uh, yeah. Right? Everything very, was all relative. Very special. So, and um, something about him, you know? Something yeah. about him. Yeah. Yes, exactly. He just knew this guy's going to be a big deal. I mean, he's going to be a big deal someday. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we have. So this is for the never open weight championship. Right. Um, Ibushi, opening match. Opening match. Yeah. Like, gosh, I'd hate to follow this thing. <laughs> a couple of years ago, me and Kevin Owens uh, were at WrestleMania. Or me and AJ at WrestleMania. Yeah. No, Kevin Owens. And the opening match was AJ versus uh, Shane McMahon. Ah, so okay. forget it. You, know, it was, you can't follow that. But uh, I'm going to say never open weight. Uh, Ubushi just beat uh, Taichi for it. Daichi. Hiroki Goto. Hiro, oh, yeah, Goto. Goto. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, wow. I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm Osprey? gonna say Osprey. Osprey. Yeah. Is that your this prediction? Is so special. Yeah. Yeah. He's. Yeah. He won me over. You know, because right when Vader talked about Osprey Ricochet match, I was with Vader's op opinion. You know, right? That looked way too choreographed. Yeah. To be believable. Mm -hmm. You know, but uh, over and over, Osprey, how Osprey is, of course, talented, but creative. Yeah. You know, keep coming back with something new. Yeah. You know, it's, he gained more confident yes. over the years. Yeah. This guy is special. Big guy, you know, and I think now we don't know the future of right. the Bucks Osprey, and Kenny right. and Cody. They need to build Osprey, and I think, like I said, he could be the next big foreign star yeah, here. So. Right. Style of 2020 for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so second match is the IWGP Junior Tag Team, tag team. Uh, titles. It's a three-way. Three-way, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Kanemaru Maroon Desperado, uh, Sho and Yo, which is Rapungi 3K, and yeah. uh, Takagi and Bushi, who are from Los Ignorables de Japón. Yeah, right. I'll um, go with yeah, Bushi and... Well, the thing is, here, here's the thing, and it's, it seems like almost every match on this show is for a title. I think it's yeah, looking... Yeah, much. British heavyweight... Tag team, U.S. title, junior title. Okada and Jay White is the only match on this card that's Without not for a title. Right. Are we getting into a position where there's too many titles in New Japan? It looks that way. Yeah. Because you almost don't need never title. Right. You know, like and a, British title and that's right. junior tag team. I, I guess you could junior maybe team, go yeah. for that. But I mean, like, what's the difference between the Young Bucks and, you know, Bushi and Takagi? That's the, the, the Young Bucks are in the heavyweight Tag, tag team. team, but they can work junior heavier style too. But that's but yeah. that's the way that the business is now, though, Fumi. When you look at okay, like let's go to WWE. We were talking about two hundred five live, right, right. right. Uh, and you got these guys that are doing kind of the quote unquote cruiserweight style. Pretty much. But in the main event, it's it's uh, Seth, Seth Rollins, Rollins. you know, who yeah. is, can do all of that stuff and is pretty right. much this like pretty Buddy Murphy the is the same size as, as Seth Rollins uh, right. is. Right, the, the two hundred five. What's the difference, right? So right. 
Um, I but, noticed that. But Seth Rollins is like that. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of guys like AJ's in there, and, and mm. you know those type of guys. Like, a very similar. And, um, so you Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Very similar. Those style. guys. You know, if this was ten years ago, would be in the WWE. Cruiserweight. Cruiserweight. Yeah. You know, I was a cruiserweight. Oh, Benoit well was a cruiserweight. Oh, okay. Eddie was a cruiserweight. You know, you're talking 210, 220 pound guys, right? But there's a star of the show. That, but that's yeah. yeah. But they uh, there were a force out there who wanted to hold you guys down. Of course. Yeah. And 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 also too that was the transition time, right. like we mentioned when when size was still an issue. Sure, Hulk Hogan. That was still that time. Sure. Now it's not an issue because all the guys are pretty much. You got a few guys that are bigger, but everyone's pretty much the same size. Yeah, I guess so now. You know, yeah. you know. So, yeah. So you talk. Okay. Talk, yeah, I, I like Bushi. Uh, Show and you are a good team too, though. Yeah, you know? baby, total babyface. That's one of those things where you <laughs> took two, two guys that weren't doing anything, put them together, and they got a cool name because I don't know even know what their full names are. Right, and also it's like a special Japanese wrestling formula. You have to leave and go to foreign country. For about a year, mm. and they come back with a longer hair or a new costume, <laughs> yeah, yeah. new ring name, or new finish. Is that what they did? Yeah. Where but did they, they go? They went to independent in America. Ah, okay. Yeah. Tempura Boys was ah. their name. Oh, really? Yeah. Just working independence, though? I think so, yeah. Tempura Boys. Yeah, kind of cliche. I'm yeah. sorry. But <laughs> the Tempura hey. Boys was their name. Did they go to the States with the Tempura Boys? You're throwing salt in your opponent's <laughs> eyes. I don't know. <laughs> That's kind of almost American cliche of Japanese. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, but they came back like somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? What is their name, Sho and Yo? Do you know uh, Taito? What is Sho and Yo's real name, full name? Tanaka Sho. And what? Tanaka Sho. Sho Tanaka. Yeah, Sho Tanaka. Oh, okay, Yohei so it's the Komatsu. first names. That's, okay. that's those, very... those, yeah, those are first names. Okay. But you don't need another Tanaka. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you don't have first yeah. names. So who's the champions now? Is it, uh, uh, I'm not even sure. Who, I'm not even sure. Who, who's the junior tag team champions? Kanemaru and Desperado. Okay, right, so right. I'm going to say... You're going with uh, Bushi and Takagi? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm going to go with Sho and Yo. Okay. That's I'm going to just go with that. So that's, uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight yeah. Tag Team Championship. And Takagi and Bushi uh, both got hit in uh, in the head by chairs last night. Ah, uh, uh, yes. By a crazy Canadian <laughs> who, right. whose name will not be uh, mentioned, me. Uh, okay, so then with the British Heavyweight title. Now, this one here. Very interesting. Uh, as you got Ishii versus Zack Sabre Jr. Yep. That's funny. Totally once, different. Once again, when I first came into New Japan, I saw Ishii uh, in the dressing room, and he said, "Do you remember me?" And I was like, "Who is this guy?" And he I was, realized he was a young boy for in Tenru, for Tenru in WWE, carrying, carrying a bag, carrying a bag. It looked almost exactly the same. Just now, his bald head has gray uh, uh, bits of hair. Before it was just black. Right. So. He was carrying Tenru, Mr. Tenru's bag. Right. Yeah. But he he is just recently over the last year got oh, to the next level right total survivor yeah yeah like he's he's a guy that has a great match every night pretty much right not technically sound i mean like he doesn't have this fancy looking moves right no topes yeah, yeah, yeah. no drop kicks nothing maybe he does drop kick every now and then but just being tough guy yeah believable tough guy yeah, yeah. beating the shit him and uh, suzuki beat the oh, crap out oh, of each other yeah at power struggle yeah um, in Osaka, yeah. That's that's something I noticed. New Japan style is there's something elbow, happened. Elbow, be, elbow, elbow, yeah, elbow. forearm to the face. Yeah, forearm to the, I'm like that man. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'll <laughs> take the bump what itself. Ishii does. Yeah, you know, he specialized that. And, yeah, uh, not everybody's the Ibushi. You know, not everybody's Osprey. No, and once yeah, again, it's yeah, a variety yeah, show. Yeah. But here's not the difference. Everybody's Kenny Omega. So Ishii, uh, like we talked about, more of a tough kind of a bruiser against Zack Saber Jr., who's 
one of the best technical. I think wrestlers. so. Yeah. Which is so funny because when you see him, he's so thin and, and just tall. Yeah, guy. he looks like yeah. a like a little kid, but then he gets yeah. in there and he's one of those guys that just knows every Carl Gotch, Billy yeah, Robinson, Billy Robinson. Japanese fans yeah. traditionally always like the style. Yeah, yeah, but and also too, he, like we talked about, he's so good at it. Yep, that it puts him in a completely different level because he makes it look so easy. Mm. And if you try and Smooth. copy him, like. Guys like uh, Johnny Saint, these people try and copy Johnny Saint, and no one can do, do it not quite the same. Right. right. And I find that's this, like that with Zack Sabre Jr. Ah, yeah, he's very special. Very yeah, special. yeah, very special. This should be interesting. Ibushi's tough guy image against Zack Sabre Jr.'s mm. this European total catch as catch can, mm. submission, Korogachi, Billy Robinson thing. It's just, It'll be very interesting. When you work with a guy like uh, like ZSJ, yeah. you just have to hold on and let him do do his uh, things. You know, like I am not a technical wrestling guy. I don't, really never was. But when you get in there with a guy like that, it's like working with Malenko or, or uh, Regal. As long as you're kind of holding on, you'll get put in and out of stuff. You're like, oh, how, yeah. how did I do that? <laughs> um, just puzzled. And you, uh, yeah. Yeah. Just just his, his style is so unique and flowing. Yeah. I guess and then you say. just there'll uh, be a Gumby or somebody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I would assume that Zach is probably the British heavyweight champion. Um, uh, champion is she. Oh, right she's now. the champion. Yeah, she's the champion right now. So maybe uh, this is the time. Zack Sabre Jr. will get the title and bring that back to Europe. It's one Maybe. of those things, you, you, and I don't know, I know like in WWE, they always keep an eye on how many title switches there are. Ah, the really? Yeah. Whereas last year, yeah. I know in Wrestle Kingdom, I think there was like six title six switches. Title they switches. didn't care. You have to watch it, huh? Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to say keep it on Ishii just because I'm sure there's going to be lots of other switches. Sure. Uh, that's my uh, prediction. What's yours? Um, yeah, I'll go with Ishii. Okay. Yeah. Then you got uh, kind of the new era Bullet Club, uh, Tamatonga and Tangaloa yep. uh, versus the Young Bucks versus Evil and Sonata for the IWGP Tag, Tag Team, Team Champions. Tag, Another yes. three-way. Yeah, it's just, there's just too many guys on roster yeah. almost. Because IWGP t Junior Tag Team title match, this IWGP Tag Team title match, both triple threat. Yeah, and, 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 and that reminds me of WrestleMania. Yeah, too, just too many guys, right? So many multi-person matches. And yeah. Like you said, yeah, too many guys where you just you want to get everybody on the show and yeah, reward. Yeah. We just talked about this yeah. the dark match. 30 guys. Look at all the guys in there. I mean, and so it's kind of the same with, I think the Young Bucks were kind of the, the odd bucks out, so put them in there for the three-way. You know, and it, 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 it's a good mix of, of styles. Yeah, um, this one. You know, and it's interesting to me when you're talking about Tamatonga and Tangaloa and, and kind of this new Bullet Club. I'm wondering, is it time to change the name? Do we? Do we keep... I would say it's time to change. The... You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I think so Bullet too. Club. Like Bullet Club has been through so many different phases, and different the guys, yeah. and the, it's so synonymous over the last couple of years with the Bucks and right. Kenny and Cody. And now that they're gone, it seems like they want to change it to something else. You know, the whatever. The, the... Yeah, the, but the, I guess. The companies still have to sell March. Yeah. The Bullet Club. I guess the I mean, people are still buying you know it. They're still buying it. Yeah, like an NWO t-shirt, stuff like that. And, still going. Uh, yeah. So, so, I mean, that that's as a team concept. Uh, yeah. But the Evo Sanada, probably. Yeah, I guess, you know, as and this is not thing, you know, if you go online and read how the Young Bucks are talking about how they're, you know, they're done with Ring of Honor and there's new things happening. I mean, uh, they might, it seems to me that this might be one of the last times we see Bucks 
and Cody and, and maybe even Kenny, which we'll talk about later. But okay. if the Bucks are gone, yeah. you know, they, they won't be winning. So yeah, Evil and Sonata, I think, is your best bet. You know, uh, it's going to be weird though because I mean, the, the Bucks every match they have is so good. But you know, I mean, I, yeah, Evil and Sonata, I'll, I'll take them. Right. You. Evil Sonata. Yeah. And now here's another thing too. These guys have to go on after the other three-way junior tag team. It's uh -huh. almost like the same style of match right? again, right? With three teams, six people in the ring. And as, as a wrestler, it's hard to do that when you have... You know, it's like yeah. having two cage matches in one night. Once you see one... Back to back. Yeah. If I was the, the Bucks and Evil and Tom, I would want to go on before oh, the them. other guys, you know? The but, other guys, yeah. Uh, then we got the uh, U.S. title, uh, Cody, don't call him Rhodes, okay. versus Juice Robinson for the IWGP U.S. US title. title yeah. And here's interesting, um, and you can tell me a little bit about this. How is it, well, I mean, Kenny and Jericho notwithstanding, can you get the, the heat as two foreigners in, in a match like this? Um, Juice Robinson is considered New Japan wrestler. Mm. He went through dojo system. Mm. Yeah. and uh, Did he? Yeah. Before yeah. he went to WWE? After WWE, oh, he came back. He was with uh, Florida Championship Wrestling Developmental, and also part of the NXT. Yeah, and I think he was part of the the, the performance center too. Mm -hmm. But he decided to pack up and left the country, and he came to Japan and started living in dojo. Oh wow! Yeah, so he did the dojo style. Oh, I didn't system. know that. Yeah. Okay. So uh, he started out with New Japan, the first match guy. So oh, wow! Yeah. Okay. So, so fans uh, know this. Yes, him and. We talk about uh, Jay White a little bit later, but uh, yes, Finley too, right? Yeah, Finley, yeah, yeah, those, yeah, 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 those. Interesting. So, so the, the, the New Japan fans will get behind Juice, Juice Robinson, and total babyface. Easier for Cody to be a heel then. Oh, I think so. I think yeah. so. And I think Juice Robinson will be a lot more popular than Cody. Yeah. Well, he had <laughs> yeah. some great matches. Juice had a great match. Yeah. Was it was it with Kenny or or who did he have? He had a great match with somebody recently. Well, Juice, Juice Robinson against Tanahashi single match at Korakuen last year was pretty good. Ah, oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I think he's another guy that uh, the company's going to build up as another possible. Yeah, you know, yeah. foreign who wants to stay here. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, if you can take Osprey, and you mentioned we'll talk about Jay White and Juice. That's a pretty good, you know, new era if we lose the Bucks and Cody and, and, and Kenny. But so, yeah, I think once again, by their own admission of these guys talking about how they're going somewhere else or starting their own company, or whatever it is, I think it's, you know, Juice is going to be the winner probably for sure on that one. Yeah, in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. And but, also, he has just something about him is total babyface. Yeah. Total likable guy. Right. And almost kind of like, like Roman Reigns style. Hmm. You know, this one punch, super mm. one punch thing he has. But, you know, yeah. that, that's okay. Like, yeah. one, once again, like we, we talked about earlier, all you need is one two, or two, two things. One or two or three, yeah, a few signature moves. Yeah. And when you can get those over, that's all you need. Yeah. And then you just figure out ways to weave in and out of it and to fool people. Yeah. And you're all set. Yeah, right now, Juice Robinson hasn't had a much push yet. I've been watching this guy, mm -hmm. so I like him, and he's something about him is total babyface. And that's smart too. The New yeah. Japan system or any system, but you build a guy, like you said, first match, and then he wins, and then he goes to second match, and sure. suddenly, you know, for for him to be the U.S. champion will be a new a, costume, a and all those yeah, things. yeah, hair and everything. Yeah. So, all right, so we're in agreement on on Juice getting that. Uh, then we've got uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, Kushida versus Ishimori. Ishimori, oh, oh, it's another. 
total game, computer game, video game <laughs> type of guys. You know? Ishimori is like that, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh god, because he just came to Japan recently. He was working in Impact, I think. Right? Is, is okay. Ishimori? And before that, he was with uh, Pro Wrestling Noah. Mm. Yeah, Ishimori. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and originally from o Ultimo Dragon School. Ah. Oh. Yeah. So is Okada, which I did not know. Right, right. I had no idea. Before New Japan, right? Yeah. So he was, yeah, Okada was one of those guys who was working basically independent, discovered by New Japan, got signed away. Really? So yeah. he did not come to the dojo. So, kind of, so, so much like WWE, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, fine. Yeah, it's, it's good to you know, develop your new guy at the like a performance center, mm -hmm. dojo system. Mm -hmm. But the, when you find somebody special at independency, you kind of scout him and, yeah. and, and, and just sign away. That's what happened with uh, Takagi. Ta Shingo Takagi, yeah. Dragon Gate. Yeah. He, he looks, the, t talking about Takagi, he, he looks... Like somebody already. Like somebody, yeah. yeah. When he yeah. came in in uh, Osaka Power Struggle, I was like, who is that guy? But that's the best yeah, thing. Yeah, he was a star with Dragon Gate. So you can yeah. find these guys and bring mm -hmm. them in. Mm -hmm. So that's what they've done with Ishimori. Uh, and, and Kushida is, is... now. Kushida was also Tajiri's student. Ah, Originally, ah, okay. And he went to Canada and then debuted in independent in Canada, mm -hmm. and then discovered by New Japan mm -hmm. and got signed away. Ah, there are quite a few guys like that. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Now, just to mention quickly, if there's any update on Hiromu, who had a neck injury. Ah, uh, he's out a little longer than we, you know, we, we originally thought. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he still is maybe can come back. Yeah, I think so. Good. But uh, still out like months. Terrible, months. terrible looking bump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They joined the match, and then if he finished the match, you know, it's amazing to me. I was watching last night in the um, uh, Ibushi Osprey, Kenny and Tana, and as I get older in the business, neck bumps. See, it, guys, it it really bothers me. It scares me. And Osprey took a bump. Like he takes crazy bumps as it is. He's he's calmed down a little bit, but he took a shoot. bump off a clothesline right on the back of his head. And just watching it, it's like oh. And seeing that injury that that Hiromu had, it, it, you know, like a Frankenstein,er complicated thing. Something, yeah, yeah, yeah kind yeah. of threw him right on his head. Yeah. And then it's funny because people will say, "Oh, Japanese style is strong it's style." To hurt it's each not. Other, though. No, yeah, it's not. It's it looks risky, but you do it safe. You have to be safe. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's up to you. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like a really spectacular-looking bump, but uh, you do it safe. Yeah, you have to make yeah, sure yeah. that you protect yourself sure. and understand and your, your opponent. what the move is Yeah, yeah. And, and work together. But um, like you said, this is going to be another amazing high-spot extravaganza. Right, right. Um, Total IWGP Junior Heavyweight yeah, title match. Which yeah, which is the, the great lineage, you know, from so many years of, of like when I was here in the 90s with Liger and Samurai and Otani and oh, yeah. uh, you know, Kanemoto and all these tremendous, yeah. uh, tremendous workers. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I like Ishimori. I don't know if they'll give it to him, the championship, mm. but uh, he looks great and he works great. So uh, he speaks English too, yep. which yep. is always a plus. So I'm going to say uh, Ishimori. Ishimori? Yeah. I say either way. I think Kushida and Ishimori should have match next five years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? so it doesn't matter. It doesn't, yeah, no, to, to these two should have like a dozen and dozens of matches. Yeah, from yeah. Now. yeah. good chemistry there. Yeah, I think so. And then, same size. Yeah, and yeah. and same style too. Yeah. So as we move into uh, very important three matches, very the, the kind of the final three triple main event yeah. sort of thing. Uh, the the one match that does not have a title at stake, 
and f- from a guy that was in the main event last year of talking about Okada, yeah. uh, Kazuchika, Kazuchika Okada, Kazuchika Okada, yeah, and uh, Jay White, who is another guy who came out of from Japan. the dojo, Ujo. right? Yep. yep. Um, and Jay's, uh, uh, it's it's interesting to me that they found him. He's from New Zealand. Uh, yeah. He's a big guy, and I can't believe that no one has tried to, to steal him. Because of his size and, and good-looking guy too, good-looking guy, yep. and you know, I think last year he worked against Tanahashi at the Tokyo Dome, yeah, which was a little bit people, too soon, too huh? soon, yeah, yeah. Is that what you think? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know, but you probably think differently. But no, uh, no, no. I, I agree. A little bit too soon. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think so. I think he so. He has it though. He has it, but a little too soon mm-hmm. you know? for a match of that style, which or is that high up. Which is funny because if you go to last year's triple main event yeah it's the same six guys pretty much yes it is it was okada and kenny uh, oh no sorry kenny and jericho okada and naito jay white and tanahashi exactly right same six guys okada jay jericho naito kenny and tana same six guys so yeah exactly there's your six guys that you're building around yeah but um Okada, like he's so good like maybe just from watching i've never been in the ring with him but maybe the best Maybe the best in ring performer in right ring now. Performer, ah. maybe you know, just watching him, very smooth, very smart, uh, athletic, athletic, great you know. drop kicks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and Real you know, uh, being the champion for such a long time, right. is it strange for you to see him in match seven rather uh, than match nine? No, this is fine. All seven, eight, nine. These three matches are all main event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. no intermission. Just you gotta sit home, you know. Right. You can sit tight and watch all these three. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, these are what the, the money makers. You yeah, know? I think so. Um, Same six guys. Yeah, right. interesting. And uh, Switchblade, I think he's the leader of this new Bullet Club with Tamataga and yeah, Loa Generation Two. Yeah, Bad Luck Fale and all these other guys. So you know, I think Tana beat Jay White last year at the Tokyo Dome. I believe. Yeah. yeah. Ah, I don't know. Who do you think? Okada or, or... Okada should still beat Jay White. Yeah. Yeah. You think so, right? Yeah, because Jay White can challenge, you know, this Tanahashi or Kenny Omega or Naito or somebody a little bit more famous and has more longer career. Mm. See, Jay White has been around only, what, four years altogether? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. So you so, think, and this is what I love about Japanese pro wrestling, is that there's a certain believability so you think it's not the right time for Jay to beat Okada just from an experience standpoint? Some wrestlers became, you know, become more popular by losing. You know, mm-hmm. they love underdogs. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The fighting spirit. Yeah, yeah. And challenge one more time. This know? really is the, 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 the country. And it's like this in the States, but more so here, where you can get over just as much by losing. Losing. Dynamite kid. By winning. Dynamite kid. Tiger Mask. He never won the match. <laughs> really? You know, I mean, against, yeah. Tiger Mask against the original Dynamite Kid, original Tiger Mask against Dynamite Kid. There are only like seven matches, mm. single matches. Oh, really? Every single seven matches, Dynamite Kid lost, but one or something. Really? Yeah, but he was just as popular. Wow. You know, that's, that's uh, like- what you see in the match, and then you get so carried away, you get so involved, you know, and people secretly love Dynamite Kid just as much as they love Tiger Mask. Mm. The match, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like me and John Cena. I uh, think we wrestled 20 times. I don't think I ever won. But every time, you did? I don't think so. But every <laughs> yeah. time was a great match, you know. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's that's like you said, you can you can get over more uh, in a lot of ways by losing than you can by winning. Uh, it's interesting too. Um, 
I can tell you that story. You're talking about Tama Tonga and Tangaloa. Yeah. Their their father, uh, Haku. Haku, yes. Uh, one of the first great matches, in my opinion, that I had here in Japan was, against- was in 94 against King Haku. Really? I can't remember where it was. It was some country town, yeah. Iwate or something. Yeah. And it was a single match. Single match? Wow. Yes. And we had this amazing match where... He sold for me, and obviously he's a killer. He kicked the shit out of me, but sure. I kept fighting back, Monster. fighting back. And he gave me, finally at the end, his finish was a powerbomb. And he gave me the big powerbomb, and he told me to kick out. One, two, kick out. Yeah. Okay, kick out. Huge pop, big reaction. And then all he did was just pick me up and give me another one. One, two, finish. three, finish. Yeah. After I got a standing ovation, really? because I kicked out of the one powerbomb. One powerbomb that was a killer looking. He, he made me. He, yeah. he, he made me by having me kick out of his finish and then just no transition, one more. no fancy shit, just pick me up and give it to me again. And it was a great learning. Like, okay, I just got over way more uh, by losing, losing than if I would have, you know, given him a small package or some right, bullshit. Right, got the one to three. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, and and I think um, I think this is the same way now. Same thing? Still, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so Jay White can lose. Then be over. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I will say, I think Jay White's going to win. Okay. I think he's going to yeah. win. So Has going, to be something creative, though, huh? I'm just trying to think of where they might want to go. And, and, and once again, there's this big hole in the foreign side. Right, these guys right. Oh, yeah. I have a feeling that uh, they have planned for Jay White. Yeah, either way. Yeah, either way. He, he, he'll be a future IWGP heavyweight champion at some point. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Uh, and then we move on to, to, to my match of uh, Jericho versus Naito. In the Continental title match. Title. Yep. Um, you know, once again, I, I really think that Naito is probably the best promo. Best promo? Uh, from the New Japan guys. Right now? You know, yeah. If, 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 if we had a... Um, like a, an app where you could just hold it up and everything he said in Japanese was coming out in English. Yeah. Those promos would fit in the United States right now. Ah, okay. His attitude, his vibe. Now, tell me a little bit about the story of Naito, about how... It's the anti-establishment. Yeah. Yeah. But wasn't he supposed to be in the Tokyo Domain event at one point and then something went... They had some kind of a vote to see what was going to happen. Did you, did you hear about this? Ah, uh, when, when was that? Uh, Do you know about this, Naito? At one point, come over here. You're going to get your uh, Talk as Jericho debut. Because I think what had happened was he was supposed to be in the main event yeah. of the Tokyo Dome. Do you know this story? Do you, do you know this story? So tell the story. This is Taito from New Japan. Hi. Uh, you know, uh, at that time, uh, Naito won the G1 Climax. But uh, fans are not uh, admitted him. So uh, the vote was happened. Then fans voted to Nai, uh, Tanahashi versus Nakamura. Then that match uh, with the main event. Ah, so it was supposed to be Nakamura versus Naito? Nakamura versus Tanahashi for in- Intercontinental Championship will be the uh, semi-final match. Then the Okada versus Naito will be the uh, IWGP Heavyweight Championship for the main event. But uh, the result of the boat, the match order is changed. Oh. Uh, that, that was it. So, so the, the match stayed the same, but instead of Okada and Naito going on last, they went on before Tana and uh, Nakamura because the fans didn't believe Naito was ready for that position. Mm-hmm. Ah, so there you go. This is pretty serious. Gave him a yeah. real thank you, Taito. Gave him a real chip on his shoulder 
which I think to have an attitude. Yes, yeah. and I think after that is when he went to Mexico for the Los Ingobernables de right. Pon and came back with this attitude. It's just like last year, though, your match against Kenny Omega or. And he was very Okada's angry. Okada's match at the end. Yes, is, who goes last is very important here. He, he was very angry about that yeah. last year that it was even considered to be a double main event because he's like, no, it's not a double main event. It's 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 uh, Naito and Okada is the main event. Right. And that's what that's why I attacked him at Corrigan Hall. Like, then, okay, yeah, the day after. Yeah. But I think that put a real chip on his shoulder, which gave him the kick in his ass to come back and kind of create this whole new thing to where now he's one of the most popular guys real, on the roster. Real popular. You know? Um, and, and a faction leader. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, 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 and like I said, uh, you know, I'm going to uh, end Naito's career at the Tokyo Dome. Okay. And the reasoning for this is because when you're on a card with all of these matches, what can I do to make our match stand out? Special. That's different from eight other championship matches. You can have Osprey type match. You, you, that's no, right. Nor do you to. want to. So we want to have more of a brutal, violent type of a match that that is me focusing on ending his career. Mm. So, um, you know, uh, uh, my prediction is that I'm going to win. Chris, Chris Jericho, okay. <laughs> right, Chris Jericho. There you go. I'll go with you, Chris Jericho. All right, thank yeah. you. Thank you very much. I'll give you 20 yen later. <laughs> um, but either way, like I said, I'm very either excited. Way, yeah. uh, the match we had at Dominion this year was was, was a lot of fun. And uh, he's good, man. Once again, you got a lot of great guys in right. the company. And also, uh, this is the type of match that, see, like I said a little earlier, New Japan wrestling fans are much a lot like WWE Universe. They watch New Japan only. You yeah. know, therefore they they know these all these characters and all these wrestlers, you know. And uh Chris Jericho's match is pretty different from everybody else. You the audience have to kinda of sit and think. Mm -hmm. You know, so you set up the table right at the beginning of the match. And, 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 and people watch that, right? Then you don't use that table for a while. Mm. It's kind of like something happens at the beginning of the movie. Mm -hmm. Then you leave it. And then, you know, you go on for 10, 15 minutes. Then you come back to the, you know, the spot where you use the table when they're not expecting. Mm. You throw in two chairs, you know, and the one will be used. But uh, another chair will be, you know, like used a little bit later. Secret, yeah. Coming to, come to play. So... Those newer audience, they have to really pay attention to the movie, mm -hmm. you know. And, and that's and that's where you can, like I said, use the tricks that you learn from twenty eight years yeah, of being experience. In the experience, uh, oh, yeah, God, yes. So yeah, I'm I'm excited. It's going to be uh, uh, something new or something, something I've new. never seen. Something different from from the rest, which is what you want. Yes, sir. Uh, and then main it's, event. It's, the, it's the main event uh, uh, or the other half of the triple main event or double main event yeah. or whatever, which is the best belt machine of Kenny Omega versus uh, Tanahashi for the IWGP heavyweight yeah. title. Uh, Kenny won the title from Okada at Dominion this year in June. Yep. Um, once again, I mean, is this Kenny's last match in New Japan? I don't know. I don't know. But either way. I and also, this might be, it's been announced that uh, might be Hiroshi, you know, Tanahashi's last opportunity to challenge for the IWGP title. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because he's 41 now mm. and it's more of a, I don't use an example, but like a, Shawn Michaels, mm. you know, that you can still be in the main event, but uh, this might be his last opportunity mm. 
to headline the card. Last chance, right? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So uh, I want to go for Tanahashi. You know, is, isn't there is, there is there a little bit of animosity between Tanahashi and, and Omega? Uh, uh style. Mm. Oh, wrestling. When Kenny Omega and Ibushi and Cody had triple threat back in October, mm. Tanahashi in after you know, at the press conferences, that's not wrestling. Mm. What I think of wrestling. And why? What, what, what well, like three guys are friends and breaking table on each other. That doesn't uh, doesn't make any sense. Uh, you know, if they say it's today's style, right? Today's style, but this is not wrestling. I learned. Ah, uh, very good though. Wow. So is that a good though? Yeah, yeah. it's like it's a subtle, traditional, a subtle problem, a subtle issue. Yeah, I mean, unbelievable because Tanahashi does what he does mm-hmm. and pretty much old school wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, high fly flow like your mm-hmm. frog splash. This is the only finish he uses. Mm-hmm. You know, he stick with it. He's very much uh, um, a Bret Hart style. Yeah, worker. I think so. Yeah, everything he does looks good. It's not like he's doing a bunch of flashy moves. No, nope. but it all makes sense. Like like last night in that match with Ibushi, Osprey, Kenny, and Tana. I didn't see Tana like not quote unquote keeping up with the rest. I no, mean, he, he doesn't want to perfectly. I mean, he yeah. is. It's like when I worked with Kenny last year and, and people were like, well, how is Jericho going to keep up with Kenny? He's like, I don't have to keep up with anybody. Uh-huh. A good match is a good match. There's no keeping up. It's just working together with putting over each other's strengths. Yeah, or you don't have to do the same thing they do. Right. Never. You no. keep it different, you know? Right. But I'm, I'm really looking forward to this because, I mean, Kenny, it's interesting. When you have confidence yeah. in this business... You, you're on fire, man. You, you can work with anybody. Yeah, this guy's special. You know, Kenny. Yeah, Kenny's just got the confidence, and he's got lots of little, like, great Muda 1988 little moves and ticks that he does, and he's just really fun to watch all across the board. Right. And I've never seen. I'm sure he's had single matches with Tana, but I haven't seen one since I've been here. And right. I'm excited to see it. You know, um, actually, Kenny uh, Tanahashi single match was Kenny Omega's one of the first matches with New Japan. Two years back, mm. yeah, at the G1 Climax oh, okay. single match. I'm sure it was. So, the Kenny Omega two years ago and the Kenny Omega today is two different persons. Right. Yeah, so uh, Kenny Omega has uh, real confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm still hoping that this is Tanahashi's night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you were saying, too, that, that you don't want Kenny to, to leave New Japan. I mean, oh, no, I, I want, to be honest with you, I want Kenny Omega to stay here mm-hmm. and headline Tokyo Dome card next 10 years, mm-hmm. be a king of Japan. It's it's interesting because now with with all of the you know international uh, penetration that New Japan is getting, right. and, uh, you know more influence in the United States, you you have to wonder like if Kenny stays, he'll be kind of the face of the company in a I lot of so. ways be, yeah. to lead worldwide. You know, yeah, you need English speaking Caucasian guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. guy, right? So right. so okay, for war, you know worldwide market, I think. Kenny Omega and Tanahashi single match can headline Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, people would love it, you yeah. know? Because so, that's the thing with New Japan, even though they sold out yeah. Madison Square Garden, you still have to put on a great show. Sure. Because sure. if not, you'll never sell it out again. If you put on a great show, that's the beginning. Yeah. If yeah. you put on a show that's not great, show. Yeah. it's the end. Yeah. Right? Well, that's the thing. And plus, you know, Kenny speaks perfect Japanese. Very special. Yeah. You know, if, as a Japanese, uh, does he speak? Yeah, pretty fluent. No accent. No accent. No accent. Not even What's a Canadian so accent? A little bit, but that's a charm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so, but, but he, not a word or just a phrase. He just speaks mm. Japanese. 
Yeah. How, how did he learn that? It's been so, here about ten years or so. Yeah. 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 But somebody s- must have taught him properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His grammar is correct. Wow. You know, then the pronunciation is pretty perfect. Because there's nothing worse than when you try and learn how to speak a foreign language and you finally get enough courage <laughs> to try, yeah. and people just stare at you. <laughs> that happened to it me. I tried to speak Japanese so many times, and you go like a uh, hot cake to the side, like, huh? Hot cake? Uh, give me the freaking uh, pancakes. pancakes. <laughs> okay. That, so, no, 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 he speaks perfect Japanese. So, you know? so uh, who was your prediction on this? Match? Um, I'm hoping this is Tanahashi's night. Okay. You I, know, I, I'm going to say, happy to go home. I'm going to say Kenny's going to keep it. Yeah. And, uh, and stay in, in New Japan. That's uh, my prediction. Oh, win and stay with New stay Japan. Stay with New Japan. Yeah. Okay. Um, overall, which match do you think is going to be the best match in the show? Last two. Last two? Yeah. Yeah. In different ways. Chris Jericho Naito and Omega Tanahashi. And I'm gonna two f- different things. I'm going to throw Ibushi and Osprey in there as well. Right. I very gonna yeah, be yeah, opening stealing. match. Yeah. Pretty far away, but uh, yeah. it's going to be hard to follow that one. <sighs> I don't, uh, yeah. They, those two are so special. So special. Yeah. Um, as, as we wind down here, for yes, me, you've seen, uh, Every Tokyo Dome show, pretty much attended every Tokyo Dome show. What are you? What are the the, the best matches you've ever seen at the Tokyo? Uh, that's Dome? so hard. You yeah. know, I always get asked who is the biggest American superstar in Japan or something like that. You know, oh, that's a hard one. Yeah, oh, that's I mean, a hard one. But yeah. is there is there certain matches that stand out for you uh, that you saw at the Tokyo Dome? Oh, you know, well, Keiji Muto against Nobuhiko Takada, probably. You know, New Japan against UWFI. Oh, a huge one, right? Yeah. And that was a, that was a legit Tokyo Dome sell at the time, yeah, right? Yeah, like 65,000. Right. Keiji Muto against Nobuhiko Takara. Mm. And the UWF was going to be like, they're going to change the world. They're going to change wrestling. They're going to make it a legitimate sport and mm. all that. Then Muto kind of came back and beat Takara with figure four leg lock. A real <laughs> traditional. That was almost like the first invasion angle, right? Yeah, right. If it wasn't for that, you know, UWF against new japan thing none of those nwo thing would have happened you, mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. you know somebody studied it i think you know? bischoff actually yeah, studied saw that it. yeah yeah at the time oh in the promotion yeah. they believe it right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that was a big one any other stand up for you mm. oh, yeah a lot of those you know because even all japan when you're talking about the, the all right japan, all japan misawa against kawada so many yeah, great ones yeah. kobashi too yeah oh god so many good ones there yeah, because it happens every year. And then at one point, New Japan used to run, what, three, three or uh, two or three Tokyo Drama shows a year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Always, oh, really? Yeah, two or three. One in January, one in summer. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, all, all in Tokyo, or were they trying other stadiums? Um, th- like Fukuoka? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think one year, they had like a three Tokyo Dome shows a year. Mm. Yeah, like uh, January, April, and summer, or something like that. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the great bout that I saw was I first met Kenny in Christmas time two years ago, which would be 2016. Okay. And so January 4th, 2017 was uh, was Kenny and, and Okada. Okay, okay. Uh, 57 crazy dragon suplex for the top rope which I yelled at him for but backdrop into the table and it was the first Kenny Omega match that I ever saw oh that was yeah oh, and okay. uh, it was just a, an amazing match so um, but very exciting yeah. Wrestle Kingdom oh, very, this, one, this is a good one good show good, yeah. good card and like we said it's going to be a full house and uh, 
Um, if you guys want to watch it and you're not going to be in Tokyo, you can go to New Japan World and you can you can you sign can up. Sign up. Uh, English commentary with Kevin Kelly and Don Callis, mm -hmm. which is amazing stuff. Or you can watch the Japanese commentary, which is always fun too, especially if you're a, a, an American just hearing the guys oh, freak yeah, out, yeah, right. not knowing what they're saying. It just brings up so many and good. Uh, Liga and Makabe and probably Chono too. Oh yeah? yeah! Oh, they do it? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Fumi, it's great to do this with you, man. Thank and, you very uh, much. How many years have we been friends? Uh, 25, 25 years. Twenty-five years. Yes, sir. Wow. Well, it's great to to, to connect with you, and uh, hopefully, we're friends for another twenty-five years. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you. Arigato gozaimasu. Say something in Japanese. Domo arigato gozaimashita. That's it. Gomen. Uh, <laughs> All right, thanks again to Fumi Saito, my longtime friend, one of the greatest Japanese wrestling reporters of all time. 30 years of experience. He's covered every Wrestle Kingdom 13, and uh, he and I both think this is going to be one of the best ones. So you can order it live by subscribing to New Japan World at newjapanworld.com. Like we said, it's uh, 1,000 yen, 999 yen. Oh my gosh, that's expensive. No, it's not. It's $9.99, all right? Kevin Kelly and Don Callis will be calling the action in English. It's a great card with a great... Uh, a great vibe about it. The whole uh, element of, of New Japan is exciting. And I think you guys are really, really going to enjoy this show. Subscribe now, NewJapanWorld.com. It's going to be one of the best shows of the year. Wrestle Kingdom 13, don't miss it. All right, and don't miss on Friday, Comic Book Talk returns with Reed Tucker, one of my most uh, popular shows ever where we talked about Marvel versus DC. We're talking about some of the, uh, continuing in that fr uh, time, uh, in that phrase, in that time, that, that mind frame at mind uh, set or we're talking about the legendary marvel and dc artists and writers who never got their due or credit for creating some of the biggest superheroes in the comic book world like jerry siegel and joe schuster the creators of Sp uh, superman and for steve ditko who really contributed a lot to the development of stanley's spider-man stanley recently passed away but there were other guys involved talking about steve ditko uh, and how underrated he is as well you're also going to hear about siegel and schuster they created superman basically died broke a lot of politics happening in the third and 40s for comic book writers and artists uh, their stories and the look at uh, a look at the state of comic books and superheroes today including what dc can do to up their game and get their movies on track to compete better with box office giant marvel i'll tell you aquaman and wonder woman are great starts you're not going to want to miss this comic book talk returns to talk is jericho on friday we're going to love it you're going to love it i hope you guys had a great new year 2019 we're going to kill it this year it's going to be our year so have a great great week and in the meantime and in between time stay hard stay hungry Peace, love, and hugs, and a big yeah, boy! Don't forget, NewJapanWorld.com, Jericho vs. Naito 2, Wrestle Kingdom 13. You're not going to want to miss this. It's going to be the show of the year. I guarantee it. Go check it out for sure. All right, we'll see you on Friday.